the Bible says, when he ascended into heaven, he gave gifts to men. From that day, the heaven has not closed. Heaven has remained open. Because the Bible says, he ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of God. And daily maketh intercession for you and me. Our Lord has kept the heavens open for us. Can you see that the heaven above this church this morning is open? I pray that your eyes be open so that you will communicate with heaven and receive what God has for you. Scripture says, everyone that asks receives. That is an open heaven. Father, we thank you this morning. Lord, we worship you this morning. Lord, we give you praise for gathering us once again in your presence to empower us. Blessed Holy Spirit of God, have your way this morning. Let no man be seen, but manifest your presence mightily. You promise, fulfill your promise in our lives. Let the sin-laden soul be made whole. Let there be healing upon the sick soul. Let there be infilling and empowerment upon the weak. Let everyone, O oh God, be revived. Because we are under the heavens that you have opened. Pour down the showers this morning. Pour down the rain this morning. Break every barrier of iron. Break every barrier of brass. And have your way, O oh God. Let this weakness of death, Lord, be removed from our lives. Father, that we may remain refined until the day of Jesus Christ. Baba, let weakness go. Let docility go. God, revive your church by the reason of your visitation. Two strong issues this morning. Before we proceed, we must deal with them. One, that a lot of us are coming into God's presence with pretense. Two, is that a lot of us have been gifted already. But we have not used the gift of God. This morning, you are here and you know it in your heart. The worst deceit that can happen to a man is the one that he deceives himself. Not that somebody deceived you and duped you, but you deceived yourself and duped yourself of eternal life. That's the worst thing that can happen to a man. You might be in church. You might even also be gifted. But you know it because the Spirit of God does not lie. Before he even spoke in the church, he has already spoken to you at home. Your conscience bearing you witness that you are getting it wrong. Son, you are getting it wrong. And yet, you have refused to repent. And again and again, God seeks for ways to correct us. Hey, 
the end of such correction, may God forbid, is destruction. When you do not turn, this morning those who are willing to turn, please, I beg of you, casting away shame, rise up to your feet and we are going to pray. We are going to settle these issues before God. Please rise up. Everyone, please, let's rise up to our feet. Let's rise up to our feet. Before you can even ask and receive, it must be your father. Because Jesus said, even your heaven, your, your earthly fathers, will you ask them bread and they give you serpent? It means the person we are asking from this morning should be your father. And if your father is not happy with you, hey, what a shame. Shall we open our mouth and just begin to talk to God now? Talk to God now. Talk to God now. Just open your mouth and begin to pray. Church, pray. The Holy Spirit is a gentle spirit. But when he is doing his work, he does not do it gently. He fulfills it. He brings it to perfection. So allow him this morning to walk in your spirit. The Bible says, rend your heart and not your garment. Some are present here, but in heaven they are absent too. They are absent because every morning God sends his angels to come and take, to come and call attendance. Yes, is Mike present in this place? Is Jude present in this place? Are you present here? You know where it is touching you? You know how you have not used the gift of God upon your life? You know how you have not used the opportunities God has given to you? You know how you have neglected God? And you have not taken him serious. Repent in dust and ashes this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are here. And you want to make peace with God. Please I invite you quickly to come and make peace. Come and make peace with God. Please you should do it with joy like Zacchaeus. He was a great man in the city. But the Bible says when he was seeking Christ. The condition did not let him. He had to climb a tree. Come and make peace with God like Zacchaeus this morning. And Jesus said, today, I will come to be with you in your home. My neighbor who has been healthy. Where he has been healthy, doing well all this while. Had challenges in his business. Training his children, paying school fees. Suddenly I got a call. He's dead. No announcement that he's dead. He has either gone to hell or heaven. I just, when I heard the news, I said, I cried and wept and wept and wept, but I got consolation because I spoke the word of God to him. That was the little consolation I had. Brothers and sisters, no man can tell. While I was in primary school, we went out to the school field for free play. We used to call it free play. While we were playing, one of our colleagues, just a little boy, fell down. In the school field and he died. He died. So there is no time for it. There is no time for it. But for God's children. When you close your eyes. Scripture say you are sleeping. You find yourself in the other realm. Let that other realm be real to you. A lot of us doubt it. And we, don't, we are not sure. So you want to, you want to have everything you can have. Here. Yeah. One more opportunity and we're going to pray. The heavens are open. One more opportunity. The Spirit of the Lord is telling you, come and make peace. 
something is not straight something is not straight something is not right with you yes you have done that over and over again yet it is still not right come and make peace the grace of God is sufficient the Bible says he said I will make you that is the grace of God in the name of Jesus Christ you want to give your life to Christ please say this prayer after me Heavenly Father I thank you for your love towards me you have not let me oh God perish without coming to know you thank you this morning for this opportunity once again I repent in dust and ashes from my sins Lord Jesus come into my life make me a new creature Lord Jesus give me the Holy Spirit that spirit of promise grant me O Lord a purified conscience that from today henceforth I will have the joy of salvation Father reign in my life empower me in this service to fulfill my destiny in Jesus name if you pray this prayer in faith it has happened in your life and if you are here also please you want to want the Lord to straighten your life and empower you yes you have been gifted and maybe that's why you came out say this prayer after me heavenly father thank you for the gift that you have deposited in my life Lord there is no doubt that you have gifted me but father I have not used this gift so God to glorify you forgive me have mercy on me Lord help me that from today I will become resourceful in your kingdom that from today I will experience divine promotion because I am committed to the cause of the kingdom in Jesus mighty name we are prayed I don't have much to say again because God has actually done the foundation work. Amen. He has done actually what he wants to do. Now, those who are ready for empowerment, they are already getting empowered. But those who want to still remain where they are, they are already where they are. But the problem with remaining where you are is that let me use Naira and Dollar as an analogy. When you have one million Naira in your account, you feel like you're a millionaire. But I want you to know that when you hit the kind of recession that Nigeria hits, your millions fizzle out. It becomes useless. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, church? When you think that you are doing well and you are not seeking for promotion, spiritual promotion, spiritual advancement, there's a problem with you. It doesn't matter what you are and who you are. And it's a problem. Ever since I was born into this kingdom, I have never ceased to cry. I have never ceased to cry for more of God. And if you are here, you don't have that hunger. That is something, it has, it has gone away, it has fizzled out because of activity, church activity. 
Because of work. If that hunger is dead, something is wrong with you. You know why? Because very soon there will be a recession. That recession will culminate in the closing of the heavens. When the heavens close, no man can be saved again. Forget any kind of theology that tells you that you will save, you'll be saved with your blood. So, if you have one million naira, it is like a Christian who feels he is born again and he has deposited in that account. Let me, uh, we go to heaven. Then, over time, you discover that that's your one million naira is nothing to compare to the dollar. Because you know why? Jesus is actually working with people. Who don't be deceived. People are getting it right. You may not be getting it right, but people are getting it right too. You may not have seen miracles, but miracles are happening. Though. Don't think it is not real. They are real. That you do not, you have not gone to America. Does it mean America does not exist? Does it mean it doesn't exist? Some people who have not gone, they don't want to talk. Those who have gone, they will be feeling cool right now. Let me tell you something. That you have not experienced God in a dimension does not mean that dimension does not exist. Moses had experience of God and walked with God. But at a point, he needed another dimension of God. And he told God, Father, let me just see this new dimension. Do you know why? Because of hunger in the heart of Moses for more of God. Everyone that asks, receives. That's an open heaven. When you can ask the Lord, and you receive. That's an open heaven. That means that the heavens hear you when you pray. Amen? It means that when you are in trouble, heavens know that a child of God is in trouble and they respond to your call. That's an open heaven. Amen? Matthew chapter 7, from verse 7. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Why did Jesus say ask, seek, knock? That is levels of desire for God. Are you hearing me? He didn't just say ask, but he said ask, seek, knock. Those are levels. Verse 8 says, for everyone that asks, and that's where we are dwelling. Everyone that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth. To him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you whom if his son asks bread? Take note of the fact that son is son. We are dealing with sonship. If his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he's if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, verse 11, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father which is in heaven 
Give good things to them that ask him. Now, this place in Matthew seems like Matthew is talking about general asking, isn't it? But today we are talking about the Holy Spirit. Now let's see where Jesus nailed it down to the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 11. From verse 9. Luke chapter 11. If you grab this thing, there won't, won't waste too much time. You just Have you received the Holy Spirit? No. Lay hands on you and you receive it. It is by faith. Amen. And if you have already received the Holy Spirit, we pray today and there will be an upsurge. There will be a feeling again. Luke chapter 11 from verse 9. And I say unto you, ask and you shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If a son asks bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit? Give what? Give what? The Holy Spirit to them that ask. Praise God. So Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit in this place. And today, it's a Holy Ghost service. Amen. But the Holy Spirit wants us to open our heart first. Because the heavens are opened already. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. The heavens are opened already. We will see that in Romans 8.34. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is given at the, who is even at the right hand of God? Who also maketh intercession for us? Okay? That is the open heaven. The heavens opened for Christ to rise. And the Bible says his apostles, they were looking at him when he was taken up into heaven. While they were gazing, an angel appeared and said, This same Christ that you see, we in the same manner come back, what? Again. But there is something that is of importance for us this morning, and that is, what we just read, that he is seated at the right hand of the Father making intercession. What is he talking about? What is he asking the Lord to do for you? When you ask and it comes to him, the moment it checks, he is the one the Father grants you in his name. And he is the one who grants you your answer. And already, what we are asking this morning has been granted already. Are you hearing me? It has been granted. For every believer here, you really don't have a problem. Because already, for those of us who have been baptized, you are not asking anew. We are only going to recognize the presence of the Holy Spirit in worship this morning and allow Him to do what He has to do. It is scriptural. 
it is scriptural that from time to time, every child of God, you need to come back to God's presence and refresh. It is scriptural. It is scriptural. Even Jesus Christ observed it from time to time. He separated himself. And the Bible says he goes up to the mountain alone. Alone. Why did he go alone? To have undisturbed attention. He goes there alone to settle matters. He goes there alone to recharge his spirit. He goes there alone for God to tell him the business of the day. And that was how Jesus knew when Nathaniel came to him. He had already seen it in the place of prayer. The reason why God's children who are already baptized always feel dry. You don't, you walk every day, but it's like you're, you just walk like an ordinary man. The reason is because you don't have time for the spirit of God that you carry. We are so busy. So busy. Our business drive away God's Holy Spirit. Therefore, you don't see the manifestation of God's presence in your dealings. Have you seen where you have wronged him? Because if it is, Jesus has already answered what you want to ask. Already he has answered. Amen. How do I know? In Acts of Apostles chapter 2. Before Jesus told them to wait for the promise of the Father. And the Bible says they got out in one place and they were praying. They were praying. On that day, you know what? They were not praying and asking, oh God, oh God. They kept praying for God's comfort. Because they were persecuted. They were a persecuted group. And their master, their leader had gone. Two, they were also praying, obeying the scripture, obeying the command of their master. He said, there's a promise. Wait for him. Wait for him. When he comes, he will do something in your life. He will change your life. He will strengthen you. He will give you the comfort that my presence gave you. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you again. Amen? So why they were waiting? On that day, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, the Bible says the Spirit of God came like a rushing mighty wind. That's why I said He is the Spirit that gives us that um, gives us the Spirit of um, gentleness. But He is not gentle when He wants to do His work. Okay, tell me what kind of gentility is in Jesus Christ when He went into the temple to start flogging people who were marketing inside the temple. What kind of gentility is that? If you see that kind of a man from afar, what will you describe him as? So what's wrong with this man? Will you say he's a gentleman? What kind of gentility is that? When the Holy Ghost came down on the day of Pentecost and while he rested upon, he came with fire even. What kind of gentleman? Somebody brings fire and starts burning your head. Is he a gentle person? He can never be. And the Bible says when he came, he didn't come quietly. He didn't come quietly. There's a place for quietness. But when the Holy Ghost wants to do his work, he doesn't come quietly. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. He came. And when he came, the Bible says, they began to speak. You know why? 
Because they, they were communicating. The heavens have opened for them. They began to communicate with the heavens. They began to... See, let me tell you something. If you experience this thing I'm talking about, you will not want to leave the presence of God. You will not. If you experience this flow, that is, your spirit gets in touch with the spirit and there is a flow. There is a flow. You start praying. You know, your prayer, the dictions, the words that we use, will be given to you by the Holy Ghost. You won't know how it comes, even if you are praying in English. Even if you are praying in English. Are you hearing me? You will just see that the words that you are choosing, they come from God. When you are praying like a carnal person, even yourself know that you have not entered. The thing has not entered. Wake up, church! Wake up! We are too quiet for the spirit. Sometimes when the spirit comes and say, no, leave him, leave me, leave me, leave me. You are regulating. Who made you a regulator? Stabilizer for the Holy Ghost. Because we are so quiet, we want to give the Holy Ghost a pattern. Just go to work, come back, wear your tie, be a gentle person, go, no evangelism, don't disturb people's calm. Nothing, nothing is burning, nothing is burning you, nothing is disturbing you about the kingdom, nothing. You're not worried, you're not bothered. When we were small, <laughs> there was a day we gathered in my primary school. I and my friend, he's now an archdeacon, the Anglican church. We began to cry for people who Men of God who used to palm hair. See, small, small children. We started crying for them. We were crying and we gathered and did prayer and fasting. You know, praying for people. What is our business with other men of God? It is because we desire for the kingdom of God to grow. They were not members of our church. They were just Christians and we knew they were Christians. And because they were Christians, they are our brothers and our sisters. So, me and that brother, we heard hands. I don't forget that experience. We were praying and we were praying and we were praying, God, why? We were crying. <laughs> you begin to wonder, why are they crying for people's uh, this thing? Today, Christians don't care again. You even see here that people are dying in Sokoto. People are dying in Kano. It doesn't matter. Nobody is praying. You're even praying. Your prayer is so dry. Oh God, just try and save them. Even if you don't save them, no problem. But let them not come to this. Anymore. You know that kind of prayer? We are praying. You know why? Because you don't have the spirit of love. Brotherhood is not there. The Holy Ghost is not in your life. We cried and cried and cried until a, re a revelation came. <laughs> My friend just saw something. Up to today, I keep, I, when I get to heaven, I will ask God what is the meaning of that thing. Because we didn't understand that revelation, but it was a revelation. We tried to explain. We couldn't explain. We left it. He, God opened his eyes and he saw a basket coming down. Full of fruit. Different kinds of fruit. And he heard the voice say, Now those people we are praying for have eaten from that basket. Sometimes there's a way God talks. Sometimes you just begin to wonder. So why, why don't God make this thing plain? Let us understand this clearly. Okay? But, but God speaks with his word. Amen? He speaks with his word. Sometimes when he speaks, he wants you to go back and search out in the word of God. That thing that he said. He said, those people have eaten from there. 
we try to would you understand? We say, Father, thank you for <laughs> for answering our prayer. And we left. We didn't pray again. When I was in school, I, I, there was a time we began to pray and pray. We were worried for sister because I didn't grow up seeing brethren. Now, let me tell you something. Please do not misunderstand what I'm about to say. Okay? It, I'm not about to condemn any group of people. But understand that what I'm talking about is that the Holy Spirit of God draws you to intercede for your brethren who are in trouble. We grew up knowing that brethren, sisters, have a special way of dressing. Even though the first day I, I cut my hair I'm, and uh, remains more in the front, brethren thought that I've, I've backslidden. They started discussing about me. Say, see, bro. <laughs> see, bro. <laughs> see, bro. He has started remaining small, small hair in the front. So that's the kind of background we had. So when in school, sisters, you say seeing sisters who were dressing one kind, one kind, it became a border. We were worried. Now, we were not condemning them. So I began to pray and research concerning that their pattern of dressing. I researched too. I traveled from my back to Onicha. See, brethren, wake up. Be serious with God. Be serious with God. I traveled looking for library. In those days, you know, now you can easily do research on your phone, your computer. There was no network. Okay? I traveled from our back to our nature. To an uncle of mine who is a pastor and I know he had a rich library. I went there to search and to research the origin of some of these things that we are doing and some of the practices in the church and some of, you know, the... So that I will be safe. Because let me tell you something. When your conscience is troubled, the Holy Spirit wants to teach you something. Give it time. Don't just neglect it. Because if you neglect it, it will seal off. It won't bother you again. But you think that all is well. All is not well. You're gradually numbing the spirit. So I went to that place and researched. I went to his library and started researching and researching. After researching, while I was researching, the Holy Spirit said to me, did you die for those people? Leave them alone. Because I was planning to do serious Bible study and attack them. Because I was made Bible study secretary in the fellowship. So I was planning to do serious Bible study and attack those sisters. So that they would know themselves. So when I, while I was doing that, and the Spirit of God said to me, did you die for them? I said, I didn't die for them. I'm only praying for them so that they will not get to trouble. It's okay. Pray for them. Leave them alone. So I didn't do that Bible study again. I left that Bible study and kept interceding for those brethren. Because you know why? Some of us, in the name of this modern dating, we gradually find ourselves out of God's presence and God's will. Because we are living our life in the modern day. God is not a modern God. The Holy Spirit is not modern. Go and search how old He is. God is God. The same yesterday, today, and forever. It doesn't change. Amen. When the spirit is not right, it is wrong. Praise God. Ever since Jesus ascended and sits at the right hand of the Father, the heavens have been opened and remains. It remains open. But brethren, I want to announce to you that the day will come, the heaven will close. Amen. But now that the heaven is opened, let's maximize it. Let's maximize it. There are different forms 
the Holy Spirit comes in different ways. He can come as a rain. He can come as a rain. He can come as fire. When he comes as rain, yourself, you will know that you are drenched under the presence of the Holy Spirit. You will know. Amen. And the Bible also describes him as fire. The Bible says that Jesus, when he comes, he will baptize us with what? With the Holy Ghost and what? And with fire. Those two things do something in our life. One, the rain, when you are drenched, have you observed yourself driving? You are driving a car and you drive into flood. Have you, have you driven into flood before? You see how it's like the flood wants to take the car away from you. That's what the Holy Ghost does. When you are drenched under the influence of the Holy Ghost, you get to the level. But if the thing is just flowing and passing, you drive past, isn't it? Because you, you're in control. You just drive past. But when the flood is heavy, if you enter, the flood does what? It carries you. May the Lord bring you to that realm. The realm where he will carry you. The realm where he will carry us. In the name of Jesus. In Ezekiel, there was a graphic description of the Holy Spirit. When we get to the ankle level, to the knee level, to the waist, and then we are gone. So there are levels in the spirit. There are levels. There are levels. So don't relax and be comfortable in this small level. You have not seen anything yet. Desire God. You have not done what? Seen anything yet. Turn to your neighbor and say you have not seen anything yet. You have not seen anything yet. Desire God. Desire more of God. What are the hindrances? Though are experiencing this realm, this dimension of flow of the spirit. Now, there's some, I want to make a point before I go into that. Let's look at Acts of Apostles, chapter 4. After the baptism of the spirit in chapter 2, in Acts of Apostles, chapter 4, when the apostles, Peter and John, they were going to the temple. The Bible in chapter 3, they were going into the temple and they saw the lame man at the beautiful gate. Immediately, the Holy Ghost did the work there. But that's not what I want to bring out. But take note that immediately after chapter 2, the next chapter, they went into action. They didn't go home to sleep. They didn't go home to just rest. The next chapter, they went into action. And then after that miracle, the Bible says the city was stirred. And do you know something? 5,000 people. The first time the visitation of the Holy Spirit came, 3,000 gave their lives to Christ. The next one was 5,000 people in that miracle. And then there was persecution. But let's look at 429 to 31. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. Now, Peter and the brethren gathered together. After the persecution, they released them. And when they gathered together, they began to pray. Now look at what happened. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. One, by stretching forth thy hands to heal. Two, and that signs and wonders be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. Do you see where their heart desire is? 
God. These people are threatening. But Father, do more of these things. Amen. And when they had prayed, verse 31. Now when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled, is the church began to shake. If we start praying and this place begins to shake, won't you guys say, excuse me, be quiet, you, know, you are doing it too much. Just do it you know, in a more gentle way. But the Bible says when they prayed, this sin is in the scripture. The place where they were began to shake. And when it began to shake, what happened? What happened? They were filled, all of them, with the Holy Spirit. You see that? But why did the Holy Spirit come? He had already come in chapter 2. But in that chapter, that is not a fresh baptism. Are you hearing me? That is not a fresh baptism. So for you who have been baptized, don't think that oh, I'm a senior man. By the time we start praying now, you say I'm a senior man, I, even, I can even minister Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. no. Everybody, including Apostle Peter, the Bible says they were, they were praying and the place was shaking. The shaking of that place was not, I believe it is not a physical shaking. It was a spiritual shaking. But it, 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 it is, you feel it. Amen? You could feel the presence. You could feel it. So everywhere was shaking and God's presence came mightily. And the Bible says they, every one of them, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Were they not filled in chapter 2? They were. So that place is meant for those of us who have this sense of pride. So I'm a senior. Do you know I even speak in tongues? I even do a lot of things in the name of Christ. That's pride. Therefore, when we say pray, do you know sometimes even when the word of God is going here, people, people are sleeping. You're some of them. That's, that's, people are sleeping and they are not making effort to, to drive away the sleep. No effort. Because sometimes you can be physically exhausted and you want to sleep. Okay? But you, you yourself know that this is not correct and you are fighting it. You fight it. Sometimes people do, you stand up so that the sleep does not distract you from God's word. Okay, the Bible says every one of them were filled. And after that, what was the impact? What was the result? They spoke the word of God with boldness. That's increase. So instead of being intimidated, they increased the temple. If you have been baptized here today, will you be filled? Will you be filled? Hallelujah. When the word tickles you, be free free. That is entry. Are we ready for God to do what he wants to do this morning? The Holy Spirit is here. The Spirit of God is here. The Spirit of God has laid it upon my heart to instruct you that as you go home, just go into your closet and spend some time with Him. Just talk to Him. For those of you, so that the enemy will not deceive you. And you enter into activity. And then suddenly you forget what He has done in your life. Recognize Him as you go home. Recognize what He has done in your life. And say, Father, from today, I will consciously enter into your presence because you have released the grace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. If you are sick, you are receiving your healing. Receive your healing. 
Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. In the name of Jesus. Receive your healing. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Shall we put a mother and say, Father, thank you. Don't say, Father, thank you. So thank you. Father, we give you honor and praise. We adore you. According as your word has spoken, so have you done to your children. And so, Lord, you will continue to do in us as we leave this place. Father, we thank you. Lord, we appreciate you. Lord, we return all the thanks, all the credit, all the glory to your name alone, for you are worthy. Father, we bow before you. We prostrate in your presence. We lie down in your presence, for you alone are God. You alone are he that fills with the Spirit and brings to pass your good word. Father, we thank you for the privilege. We thank you for the blessing. Receive it, O God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. According as your word has said, what you do is forever. We receive the permanence of these things. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church of God say...